Welcome to Society and Pop Culture 101. I am Instructor BK. I am Instructor Nova Kane. And we're about to get into this episode because today we are talking about South Park. Woo! It's a very specific episode. Uh, it's season 26, episode 4, Deep Learning. They have been on it for a very long time. Yes! I didn't even... I mean... When I think about it, they have been out, what, 1998? 1997. We're about to hit this rundown about it really quick because I I got a a bit of a rundown. We're going to talk about them because they have had an amazing run. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. 26 seasons? Crazy. That's Um, unheard of. What? They're up there with... The Simpsons and the Simpsons, Grey's Anatomy, WWE, Grey's Anatomy, WWE, Law and Order. <laughs> Yo, nothing's running longer than Law and Order. Law and Order got several seasons, several different shows. That's crazy. That's crazy. It is. <laughs> but let's talk about South Park real quick because on this synopsis, um, they debuted in 1997 with Comedy Central. Um, the show follows Stan, Kyle, Kenny, and Cartman. The show became a massive hit and an instant classic, spanning 26 seasons, six movies, multiple award nominations, and wins. South Park has become one of the most satirical powerhouses in television history. While poking fun at serious events, religions, celebrities, and politicians, South Park's creators Matt Stone and Trey Parker sprinkling in truth about society and its various contradictions, often placing mirrors on society and dismantling is hypocrisies yes indeed and they do it so lovely i think that's probably why they've been around for 26 seasons i don't think there is another show that critiques society quite like they do and as good as they do even even when they have those seasons where it's a little slow it still be really good Mm -hmm. like guilty pleasure um, South Park is the show that I go to sleep to at night when I can't sleep. I just cut on <laughs> South Park and I watch it. I watch it from season one on on through, man. It's just that's your, that's your comfort show in a sense. Very much so. Um, mm-hmm. to the point where I start to notice things that a lot of other people notice, like um the aliens that show up in almost every episode, if not every episode in the background. They definitely show up every season, at least every season, and they are in the intro of every episode. Yep, and there are also fan theories and inquiries like surrounding Kenny's death or um So well, but Kenny back. Kenny is back. Um it was Right around the Coon and Friends. Oh, man, that, that whole thing. Anyway, right around the Coon and Friends uh, series that they were doing with the superheroes, the Avengers thing they had going on. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, it was revealed that there is a very specific magical reason that Kenny um, continues to come back. But around, what was that, like season five, six, seven, somewhere around, I think, mm-hmm. he was definitely replaced by Butters for a while. Yes, for a while. It might have been later than that. No, no, it was later than that. It probably was like 10, season 10. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Butters had a great run with the homies, though. He did. I definitely enjoyed Butters. We didn't have Kenny for a couple of seasons. Right. But then Kenny came back and started getting real notable. 
and they and, gave him a whole storyline. Yeah, they made Kenny great again. <laughs> made Kenny great again. Yo, uh, but do you have and any favorite moments in South Park altogether? Yeah, the my favorite moments of South Park are going to get us canceled, so I'm not going to share them on air. <laughs> We got to be careful with that. I'm not going to share them while we're recording here. I'm not going to share them on air. But when we get off. Maybe we'll talk about it in the comments on Tuesday. There are a lot of great moments, though. Uh, One of my biggest favorite moments, of course, is the, what's the movie called? Bigger, Better, Crazier, whatever, that one. Something like that. Bigger, Better, Stronger. Bruh, first of all, that movie came out, I want to say, 99 or 2000, right? One of it those was, numbers. I think it was 97, 98. It was like yeah, right. Them, it was early, right? Yeah, because they hit the ground running so well. They got that movie almost instantly. They got that movie. They got that movie and child, that movie. <laughs> that movie was wild. Shut your freaking face, Uncle Freaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, the best song out the entire series, though. Cow's mom's cow's mom. I knew he was gonna say cow's mom. I knew he was gonna say cow's mom. The devil, like them making the devil, bruh, just Satan. Like, who would think of that? I don't know. Satan and Hitler's relationship. I think, and then and then they were trying to throw uh, Saddam in there too. Remember that? I said Hitler. I meant Saddam. You're right. It was Saddam. That was yes, wild. it was the whole time. It was especially um given the current climate at that time with the whole Saddam. Yes, all the politically, that was a real wild step. Then the controversy behind South Park is what really trips me out the most because it's like 26 seasons and they keep on getting away with things. Like, I don't even know if I could say this, but if I can't cut it out. Okay. Cartman used to call who was it? Kyle, a stupid Jew, all the time. Yes, all the time. Not one time did they get slammed. Not once. People um, were like, "Oh, I don't like this show" or anything like that. They never got canceled. They never got moved from a network. You never seen none of them get sued. No, uh, but I do. I do remember the Allah episode. Where um they couldn't show his face, right? Was it Allah Ooh. in the Muslim in the Muslim faith? You can't show Allah, Muhammad like God. Muhammad. Oh Muhammad, the prophet. You can't show Muhammad. I'm sorry, I said Allah. You can tell I'm resting on this. Anyway, um, it was Muhammad, and they were like the Muslim community was up in arms. I remember the Pokemon one. Um, everybody oh, was up in arms about that. I remember that, that one. <laughs> um I will even say I think that's what happened to Joe Camel, like because of the the South Park episode and how they linked it to like the mo the Pokemon with the Joe Camel. I'm not saying that's what happened, but I'm just saying it definitely probably played a part. And I will say in the beginning seasons, especially those first first ten seasons, outrageous. Okay, if you are somebody like me that enjoy controversy dark comedy and you've never sat and watched south park go do it right now right for now. real definitely right now. was a show we was not supposed to be watching as kids <laughs> that's as why teenagers. i keep 
No, I was a legit kid 26 years ago. You definitely was. <laughs> but I didn't start watching South Park. I want to say I was like in the fifth grade the very first time I saw South Park. That's still a kid, though. That's still yeah, very young. Definitely, what, 12, 13, something like yeah, that? I like, I was still young. switching the camera, the, the channel over when my dad walked in on South Park. Or my mom, definitely when my mom walked in. You weren't finna. Maybe I wasn't going to get in trouble me. for that. You're not going to catch me. I was already skating on thin ice watching The Simpsons. <laughs> for real. But <laughs> even with the with the way Simpsons are, they still slipped under the radar when it came down to just how, what they were getting away with. Because I go back and watch The Simpsons and now I'm like, yo, this is an OG episode? You know, so. Especially... The first six seasons of, Simps of The Simpsons. I'm, I'm a huge The Simpsons fan. I'm a huge Simpsons yeah. fan. Them first six seasons. Some of them episodes they didn't even put on Disney Plus because they just so bad. Right. But I will say when South Park came out, I was like Simpsons who? Oh, no. Because it was no. saying cuss words? No, I just enjoyed the satire of it all. Okay. it was. I was really also a kid. Really crazy. It was way crazier. And yeah, probably because it was kids doing this. I mean, that that was the original end, but I kept watching because I was a person that watched like Saturday Night Live, so I was very aware of what satirical comedy was. So watching South Park do it at that level and the stuff that they were doing, because I, I watched the news too. So mm -hmm. as even as a younger person, so seeing how they were taking on the political spectrum, how they were taking on religion. And I'm, I am religious. You know, we know this. So seeing how they were taking on all that stuff, it was always interesting to me. And I wanted to see what they were going to do next. Mm, okay. So the earliest seasons is very special. Mm -hmm. Very special to me. I didn't give, I technically never gave up The Simpsons, but I stopped watching it every Sunday when they released the new episodes about seven years ago. <laughs> the, so you haven't really been paying attention to the Disney Plus stuff? No, not really. I mean, yeah, no, not really. I yeah, I had stopped watching the newer episodes about a good seven, eight years ago. Um, that's the, almost the same thing with Family Guy too, though. Like I used to yeah. be a huge fan of Family Guy. Like, yeah, I was watch. There's some episodes even now, and I watch a Family Guy, and I could still quote it from beginning to the end. Yeah, Family Guy was good in the beginning. Um, I enjoy American Dad more than Family Guy. And I kind of like the Cleveland show a lot, but that one didn't last too long. Cleveland show was hit and miss for me. Which each it was hit and miss, but it was black. But family, American so Dad? Oh, man. We can't that's get into whole, all of this. That's a whole other, listen, adult cartoons, period. They just, it's a whole nother ball game right now. Like right now, right now, whole nother ball game. For real. So. If you have not watched South Park, I, I'm telling you, get your Max, get on the Max app, go watch. The amount of stuff that you see on the internet is funny, yes, but the real meat and potatoes of the show is more like the episodes we're going to talk about. Well, more like the episode we're going to discuss like right now, which was the deep learning episode in season 26. Because more often or not, when they talk about something, you can tell the difference when they're just joking around and, and BSing versus when there's a message in the episode. Mm -hmm. um, kind of like the one with um, what was the first episode we all really start paying attention to the fact that they be telling truths was the uh, crap. What is the name? 
of Scientology. So when we mm-hmm. first started paying attention to the fact that South Park actually was telling truth, it was the Scientology episode. And that was the episode that Isaac Hayes, Isaac Hayes left as chef. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they also angered Tom Cruise. And I think that was like one of the bigger scandals out of the show. And we're probably definitely, because we're both fans and there's so much stuff there and it just kind of aligns with our content. So we're probably going to revisit some of these other episodes in the future. But And maybe even future episodes. (laughs) Right. So let's segue into... This episode that we're we're talking about today, which is the one that's about open AI. Mm. Um, at the beginning of this episode, the setup was first of all, let me even though, like I said, I, I do like South Park, I'm a fan of the show. Um, I'm I'm one of those people that always go in and out with South Park. I did not know that they added this black girl, like yeah, she's been there for a while. And her hair. I can't tell you her name right now. And then they drew her hair very nicely. So it's like. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The hair game on South Park has been amazing here recently in the past few seasons. I'm just like, good job, guys. (laughs) I'm almost going to say, ever since they switched over from the construction paper to the computer, it's been pretty smooth. Mm, Okay. That's what it Um, is. So, opening of this episode, the setup, right? Mm -hmm. You have Bebe. Which is the blind girl in the middle here that's standing on the five? Mm-hmm. Um, she comes in and she's talking about her boyfriend Clyde and how amazing of a texture he has become. Like my man was out here spouting straight up Shakespeare almost. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, her text would be like, "Hey, Clyde, I, I miss you." He's like, "I miss you like the sun in the moon, <laughs> like the sun misses the moon." And the water misses the flowers and stuff. Like, my man was out here putting it on fish. You know what I'm saying? We could probably learn some stuff from the way Clyde was texting his girl. Like, it was crazy. But was <laughs> he shit. really, though? We gonna get to that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, just to see right here, what was your thoughts when you first watched it? I know you laughed through most of this, though. Of course, of course. So the when it was opening and everything, the first thing I'm thinking is, okay, where are they about to go with this episode, right? Because what what are these kids doing? What are these kids up to this time? And um, right. it was really the the reaction from Wendy for me because Bebe's like, oh, Wendy, what does Stan text you? And Wendy's like, he doesn't text me. He doesn't text me nothing like this. Like she starts getting insecure and jealous and trying to text Stan and try to figure out what's going on. And I'm just like, girl. <laughs> and that's what we found out that every time Stan texts her, it was nothing but thumbs up. Thumbs up. Just like right here on the screen, we got the text message stream. My man ain't gave a response at all. Like, is your dad doing better? Thumbs up. I'm always here for you. Thumbs up. Hey, Stan, is there a time we could talk today? I'm feeling a little insecure about things. Thumbs up. My man is failing at relationships. Thumbs up. He's failing it. He's failing at a relationship right now. And, of course, like, and I, I feel like that's something that happens in 
in real life as well. Like when somebody asks you, oh, what does your boyfriend or your wife or your husband or your girlfriend do for you? Because you're so proud of what you, your person is doing for you. Yeah. So then, so then you're like, wait a minute, my person doesn't do none of this for me. And then you're like, so what's going on? What's happening? And it's like, what are they like in the third grade? Third or fourth grade. Yeah. So it's like these little kids trying to have grown up adult conversation. Well, technically they might be adults at this point, but oh, there's a, we, there's a special for that. Were we in the fourth grade at the same time? Anyway, you probably were. You probably were. You probably were. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, so with her like trying to figure things out, it just really like hit me right then and there in that very moment i was like bk we gotta talk about this <laughs> hey well you came up at first i was like i don't know but <laughs> after watching the episode i was like i, I had to rewatch like, it because i watched it before but it, it was, was kind of like noise. yeah it was like it was good don't get me wrong i laughed but I, I wasn't really like thinking this could be something but after watching it a second time I'm like, well, we got something here. We definitely got to talk about this. We definitely got to talk about this. <laughs> so real quick, let, let's hit this clip because Stan, my man Stan was like, okay, I got to do something. So he went to Clyde and was like, yo, Wendy was talking about you text Bebe really greatly. <laughs> so help him, help him brother out. You got help, help him brother out. What are you doing? Chat GPT, dude. Chat GPT? Yeah, dude. There's a bunch of apps and programs you can subscribe to that use OpenAI to do all your writing for you. People use them to write poems, write job applications, but what they're really good for is dealing with chicks. Here, check it out. How do you do it? So not dealing with chicks. That's the that's what people <laughs> use it for the most. What? He as might be myself, on something. As a as a chick myself, I feel so bad now like is this happening to me is this happening to my girls out there like i was gonna say maybe we need to start seeing who's chat gpt and their significant other did your did your significant other all of a sudden get really great with conversations over text messages but can't hold a conversation they at can't hold a conversation in real life you Red might want to look into this red flag because we're going to talk about somebody who didn't know this was happening to them, too, mm -hmm. later. Now, he also mentioned poems and job applications. When it comes to a job application, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I can see that. Not, not, you, not, not me filling out the job application, but, like, somebody putting the job application together. Yeah. Yeah. I, if chat GPT is used for good and sparingly it's fine before we get too deep can we talk about exactly what open uh ai and chat gpt is yes please let's educate the people on what open ai and chat gpt is the gpt stands for generative pre-trained transformer which refers to how chat gpt processes requests and formulates responses it is trained with reinforcement learning through human feedback and reward models that rank the best responses. This way, it gets better over time. ChatGPT works through its gener generative pre-trained transformer 
which uses specialized algorithms to find patterns within data sequences. The transformer pulls from a significant amount of data to formulate a response. It's a chatbot with a brain. So basically, every time, like, you know how you're on a banking app or any website and they have those um, quick responses, but you can obviously tell that it's not a human. That's basically what chat GPT is. Mm -hmm. But it's cranked up to 11 and it has its own brain. That's it. That is basically the easiest way to say it. It has a pool of things that it learns from and data across the Internet. And then it brings it to you specifically it gives you the best response that it could come up with with right. this ranking system um let me finish this clip so we can get back before okay, we get off subject again all right there's tons of chat gpt apps for your phone so then i can take whatever latest dumb thing baby texted me i copy it then i open the gpt app click respond to paste her text here hit right it just thinks for a second you would look great with any length of hair trying a new look could be fun copy that into messages and send it off it's super easy and convenient, and it saves me a ton of time because she texts me so goddamn much. <laughs> His reaction at the end. Jeez. Jeez. So after Stan learns about <clears throat> Chat GPT, of course, you know, as a kid, he has to use it. And while Wendy was at dinner, my man started texting her, and then them texts got good. So she got up from the dinner table. She had to go to the room. She had to take it know, all cause, in. Because, you know, when you go to the room, you got, that's that private time. And now my man, I hear texting sweet nothings. It got good to him. He got to a point where he was so good at texting that he didn't even have to look. My man was playing video games, eating, sleeping, and just texting her back. That's how smooth Stan was with the copy and pasting of the chat gpt thing and we got to get to one of nova's favorite scenes because after a while and this is the problem with chat gtp or anything like it right after you start using it so much and you get so good at it it starts off with the little small things like texting your girlfriend when you don't really feel like talking and or thumbs upping and it becomes to straight up out cheating in school. Carmen's face. So the boys are sitting in class, right? Carmen, like the freak. Like, and you see, what's crazy is everybody was involved in this. You know, Butters, Cartman, um, Stan, and Clyde. Mm -hmm. All of them was involved in this, and they all got great reports that are usually terrible. Even Mr. Garrison was like, these four kids are in the plus program because they got the best, the best papers out of everybody. And Cartman is obviously like, yo, I know, I know that sounded too good to come from you. And what did Cartman do? Calling me to the bathroom so these kids could talk about it. Hey, you know that was you know that was the move when we was in school. It was, it was. We, well, you got we you got the powwow. <laughs> we meet you in the You got to fight. We fighting in the bathroom. We don't condone violence, but facts are facts. When I'm, it was I'm time, just saying, when it was time to brawl, if you ain't want nobody to know, <laughs> it was the mutual understanding 
sometimes sometimes it was sometimes. just we just want to fight yes <laughs> but in in some contexts it was we got a dispute we got to hash it out without teachers involved so, so so right here right mm-hmm. Hartman is losing it right like losing it because it's starting to get out. It's starting to spread like a wildfire at this point. You would think that Cartman was the one that discovered ChatGPT or was even second in line. And whole time Butters discovered it. Butters was like, hold up, bro. I was the one that brought it to you. And you told Clyde. Exactly. Exactly. Because Cartman on his, ain't nobody else supposed to know but us three. Get out of here, sir. So Clyde couldn't tell anybody. And then you got to think about how that works with anything in the world, right? This is why I always tell people, if you don't want certain information to get out, you don't tell nobody. Look, if I'm trying to, if I'm trying to hoard it for me, you don't know. You don't tell nobody, buddy, nobody about nothing. If you want to keep it to yourself and you don't want it to get out, write it down. If you need to tell somebody, write it down and put it in the fire. Facts. Facts, you wolves. So, after the powwow in the bathroom, and the best running joke of the show, which I don't have any video, <laughs> but old buddy that just kept coming in the bathroom when they was trying to talk was hilarious, man. That man just had to use the bathroom. So, we cut to Mr. Garrison at home, and he's tired of gra- uh, grading all these terrible papers, right? Yeah. So, he's complaining to his significant other, Rick. He's a trash teacher. Mr. Garrison is a trash teacher. We know, man. That dude is terrible. <laughs> terrible. And throughout the series, he didn't have like what five spouses? I want four. Right. He he done went through some. He had Mr. Hat. Then I think it was like Mr. Twig. Hat. Wasn't Mr. Hat just his hand? Yeah, yeah. Oh. There was there's actually an episode. Again, this is why South Park is good because stuff goes under the radar. Mr. Garrison had a full breakdown. And he had a full uh, re-emerging of who he was. And he was going through something because of how he felt about a situation with his dad. Um, I'm not saying that it was the most serious way, but underlying, that's what was going on. Um, Wait, did Mr. Garrison have a um, relationship with Satan? I think he did. So it was Mr. Hat, Mr. Twig, Satan. Um was it gay? Not not gay Al. Gabe? Who was the it dude? Was, well, no, it was gay Al. Dude he was dealing with when he was trying to become president and they had him dressed up like Donald Trump. That's oh well, he was with Rick after that, but I think he was also but he was with somebody his vice president was Caitlyn Jenner. Oh my god. And the way that they drew Caitlyn Jenner's face. That was cold, by the way. That Good was cold. And he was trans at one point as well. So, oh, anyway, I forgot about that. I actually right, forgot so. about that part, Mister Garrison. Them <laughs> talk about character development. Yeah, he probably had the most character development out of everybody for real. And Kenny. Yeah, and Kenny It's Kenny and Mister Garrison. I That's think. it. And Al Gore. We talked about Al Gore a little bit last week. He was also my second favorite side part. That's your best friend. At this I'm point. sorry. The Al Gore character is hilarious. But anyway, let's get back to this. <laughs> so Mr. Garrison is at this table and he's grading all the kids' paper and complaining about how terrible most of the kids' papers are. And 
except for like three or four boys. So Rick comes off behind the counter, you know, from cooking and was like, yo, listen, because Rick understands that these kids is using chat GPT. He didn't say it, but he implied it like just his verbiage implied it. And he was saying, you know, there's this app called chat GPT and this might be what's basically this might be what's happening or you can use that. No, no, he didn't say that that might be happening. He was saying that if he doesn't feel like grading the papers and he needs more time, then use ChatGPT because yes. it will help him. Yes, and then Mr. Garrison also noted how great Rick's texts were and how supportive he's been. And Rick's like, and oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just his reaction. Like It was yeah, his sure. reaction. Yeah, okay. <laughs> So Mr. Garrison decides to use Chat GPT to help grade the papers. And now he ain't got to read their stupid papers. He could just put the headline in. It'll generate a dumb sentence and he can put it on the paper and he can move on with his life. Ridiculous. Anything to add before we move on to the next? Ridiculous. Just it is ridiculous. It's ridiculous and stupid, but it's I, exactly what I expect the teacher to do. I was about to just were Mr. Garrison. I was about to just say, say that. Think about how many teachers might be using it right now. It's I'm going to say somebody, somebody somewhere using ChatGPT or something like it to help grade papers. I promise you right now. I agree, but we're not going to, we just want to make sure we don't do it. It's every teacher. It's probably like five of y'all. So no, 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 not every teacher, not every teacher. And y'all should but, be ashamed of yourself. Don't be ashamed. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, I rock with the teachers, man. Y'all deserve way more money. Don't be. Hello? And I am a huge fan of the work smart, not hard. Facts. If you use it the right way, I'm good with you. If you're using the right way, yes, I agree. All right. So now we come to Wendy and Stan at this restaurant. They say, now, I, don't, I can't remember which restaurant they are, but it's an ice cream restaurant. Mm -hmm. And they're on a little date. And mind you, this entire time, Wendy is getting closer to Stan. And All because of the text messages. Yes, and Stan don't know anything he's been sending back. I mean, my man... I don't even think he's been reading her messages. I don't think so, because remember early in the episode, she asked him for a story, and he was like, I'm going to write that story. And she was like, what happened to your story? And he was like, oh, and then he had to hurry up and do it real quick so she can go to sleep. He's not even reading the text messages. He just literally, the text messages come in, copy, and then he pasted it into the app. It does his thinking, and then it gives him a reply, and he just posts the reply. And see, I think this is where the dangers really start to kick in, because now the emotions that she's attached to this AI response, and she's confiding in Stan, and he's sending her messages to chat gpt and i'm gonna tell you as another reason that is dangerous by the way um, extremely because it records everything you send to it so now the app is learning how to replicate emotions on a better level than it did before so now the next person somewhere is now using wendy's emotions to help another person or to write a story or to build a website. So now you got websites that can use these emotions and these feelings 
in these actions and build a better algorithm mm-hmm. to hook you into getting or buying whatever it is they need. There See how is. this works? It's a problem. There it is. There it is. So in this scene, though, Wendy is telling Stan what now? Open AI is a slippery slope. Oh, yeah, it absolutely Extremely is. slippery slope. But in this scene, Wendy is telling uh, Stan how appreciative she is about how supportive he has been these past few days ever since she told him, please be more communicative with me. And I just feel like I'm insecure, blah, blah, blah. She's thanking him. Um, something happened when Wendy was six. And apparently it happened to Stan too, allegedly. But it didn't really because it was AI replying to him. Uh, Wendy is talking about how it hurt her so bad, but she doesn't feel alone because it happened to Stan too. And then Stan's like, "Uh huh, yeah, I'm sorry." And then, <laughs> and then she goes about, "But what about this boating accident in Switzerland?" First of all, Stan, when you go to Switzerland, right? First of all, what went down in the in this text thread for the AI to read? <laughs> Went to reply. I'm sorry, not read, but went to reply that it was a boating accident in Switzerland. That's a great question, but it also could speak to how dumb the app could be when it comes down to responding to things. And she's being naive; she's not going to pick up on it. That's but true. you know who would pick up on it? Your uh, your college professor. When you write that report and they come in here with a Switzerland, a boat accident in Switzerland, and you're supposed to be writing about hair, tell me. So I'm just saying. There it is. There it that is. may have been a nice little way for um, Trey. To, like, to like, like trigger her to let her know, like, hey, trigger something yeah. in her mind. Like, hey, this isn't, this isn't Stan. It Stan is not. has never told you anything about him going to Switzerland. Right, and y'all been together since the beginning of the series, almost the beginning. So you've been with Stan most of his life at this point. But I will say that it is interesting that, like what you just said, it might have been a way for her to realize that Stan has been lying to her. But it's Wendy, who is arguably the smartest person on the show. And she usually usually picks up on a whole bunch of things. That's true. She does. That's and I think true. her emotional state right now is causing it. her to be blind. Again, South Park, writing at a thousand. That writing is at a thousand right there because that's also something that happens in real life. We allow our emotions to block out so much. So, right. so much. Like sometimes our emotions even t- take over logical responses. And it's like once, once you calm down and you bring your emotions down, then you th- start thinking about the logic and you're like, oh, shit, I done messed up. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to be careful with how you respond to things and you have to pay attention to what you're responding to because you might be missing good details because of your emotional state. That is a nice little tidbit to remember, and I appreciate them for writing that in yes. for us to pick up on the subtext of that. Yeah. That was yeah. cool. Yeah. Give, them, give these people an uh, Emmy. They want some. They want some. I think I think they have. They want All right. So next up, we switch over to back to the school. It's the next day. And as you can see, Clyde just got through delivering one of the most, the best poems about Bebe. Best cringe. 
it was super cringe. Eva, Eva Carter was like, you gonna get us caught, bruh. Maybe. What you, maybe. <laughs> what? It was so terrible. So then after he finishes his terrible poem, Mr. Mackey, the uh, school counselor, busted the door and was like, yo, listen, it has been brought to our attention that some yeah. of our students have been cheating. And now that I think about it, because somebody had to snitch, and there's only four of them that knew, but it was more than four of them that knew. It was five. And you know who snitched? Old oh. buddy that was coming in and out the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> he snitched on him. He had to snitch. He had to snitch. <laughs> he had to snitch because how else did he know? How else would he have known? I'm Who's mad I ain't know? got a screenshot of that random kid, but Who's I think it know? is him. Who's gonna know? So now Mr. Mackey is panicking because he's been using Chat GPT. The boys are panicking because they've been using Chat GPT. And now guess what they have to do again? Go back to the bathroom for this meeting. Now, <laughs> I didn't get a screenshot of old <laughs> kid. <laughs> but if you, is, you can see his behind Stan, that's the kid that walked in the bathroom and he would pee and then he would leave out and not say anything. And he would just waste their time and they would just stand there waiting to continue the conversation. And I believe that kid is the one that snitched on him. He a straight up snitch. Dang. So after this little powwow, of who was telling Cartman and his uh, we told y'all not to get women involved in the first meeting he said don't get your girlfriends involved because women ruined slavery <laughs> what is that supposed to mean no he said women ruin everything that's how they ruin slavery or something like yeah like and he said it the second time in the second meeting and, and Butters is like what is that supposed to mean I don't know and I can't <laughs> use GPT right now to figure it out like <laughs> so then now that I'm thinking about it, what if he even got that argument when he was messaging somebody or writing a, a letter or, or or a paper and that came out in chat GPT one day and he just been using it? I think you might be exactly right. I mean, look that at might this, be our, we got the minds going. We, we turning up in here. Ooh. Hey, it's South Park. South Park. Nobody wants to admit it, but South Park might be one of the most thought-provoking shows. It really is. <laughs> like anytime me and my fiance watches it, uh, we always have like a crazy conversation after it because it's like South Park is South Park does things like like you said in a satire in a satire way. That sometimes the stuff will go straight over your head the first time you watch it. So you got to like yeah. digest it or maybe even go see it, watch it again for a second time. And then you're like, wait a minute. Like, even if I was to go back and watch the Bigger Better movie, I'm pretty sure it's some stuff I didn't pick up yeah. on 10 years ago, you know? Yeah. Now I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch yeah. it now. Because of all the fart jokes and all the immature stuff that goes on. I think that's First how they were able to keep things going so long because everything that happened in that movie, they would have gotten canceled for today. I promise you from Absolutely. beginning to the end. Absolutely. Um, going back to that scene where Mr. Mackey came in, I, I meant to mention this. He also informed them that, which prompted the meeting, by the way, that there are um, 
inspectors, GPT detectors coming. And that's why everybody's scared and afraid to use it because they don't want to get caught using the chat GPT. And then so, Mr. The Garrison is using it at this point too. That's right. So now he's worried too. Mm-hmm. So right after the um the bathroom meeting, what, what happens after that? The bathroom meeting. The bathroom meeting. Mr. Garrison goes into Mr. Mackey's office and he's all like, you know, trying to plead his case of, well, not plead his case, but like say the reasons why it's okay to use ChatGBC because Mr. Garrison doesn't want to get busted, right? Because he's using it right now to grade these kids' papers. So I think he's like, like, you got to trust the kids or something like that. Yeah, we got to trust these kids. What are people afraid of? Are they afraid of AI taking jobs? Are people afraid of AI t- uh, writing scripts in Hollywood? Uh, Yeah, because that's exactly what's happening. Right. Also, that also brings up the fact that we just had the writer strike mm-hmm. and the actor strike. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that was dealing with chat GTP. GPT mm-hmm. and them taking, you know, pay cuts and using them instead of using the actors because the exactly. actors not getting any money for real. Exactly. Like they're, they're not being paid the way they were supposed to be being paid. And then you're going to bring in AI and other types of AI. And we'll talk about it on a later date. Wait, to- completely off topic. And I'm so mad I did not think about this. So everybody's not getting paid what they're worth in America these days? Yes. Mm. Do you know how many strikes there have been? Too many. Every almost every industry has uh, they, went on strike. They have been the actors, the writers, the uh, uh direct not the directors, the actors, the writers. Teachers. Um, um, the, I the think teachers, I saw like something about auto, somebody's uh health the auto, something. The auto industry. Auto industry, yes. Um, the yes. turn workers went on strike. Not too athletes. Long Starbucks. So yeah, nobody's getting what they work around here. We don't talk about Starbucks. I know, but we can talk about the workers. The Starbucks workers, yes, the workers, yes, built a union, and the Starbucks uh, CEOs and all them was trying to stop them. That's but wild. they still succeeded to unionize in any way, which I am pro union. I just I go home Same. record and say it. Same. Same. And also in the right circumstances, if you at home and I don't know, you and your coworkers are out together or something, and you guys just so happen to have a conversations about say I don't know your salary. And how much one are you getting paid and the other one's getting paid? I don't see nothing wrong with that. I don't either. see nothing wrong with that either. Not at all. Talk to talk to your colleagues and your coworkers about y'all salary because one plus one is supposed to equal two. Absolutely. And it's so crazy because this is really happening in the real world where AI is really actually taking people's jobs. I'm I'm pretty sure, especially in the tech industry, it's probably definitely taking people's jobs. Thanks to, you know, the algorithm, um, predictive text, things like that. Uh, There were people that were in these positions at one point in time. And then now there's just no more. Sorry. And it's sad because I feel like AI um, taking these jobs, there's no human touch in some of these places. And AI has not made it to the level where these humans should be replaced. There's mm-hmm. no compassion. There's no no Until love for it. No soul. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're headed to, though. All right. So. Yeah. 
Oh, she was chat GPT instructors here. I was thinking when they said the what did you just call cl- him? I said the shoeless. Uh, now he's not an I? instructor. I Say said instructor. Again. I'm sorry. Enter the shoeless chat GPT investigator, the detector. I thought he was gonna be a bunch of people in suits, but no, it's just <laughs> him, his bird shadow bane. Cage, which while we was re-watching this episode together before we start recording this, Nova Kane realized that Shadow Bane is really close to Shadow Bane. <laughs> and if you're in the tech world, that is just kind of hilarious. With that's just show. too that's just too too much right there for me. It's too on the nose. It's too on the nose. It's too on the nose for me. So after Shadow Bane, the text is first possible. Um, GPT user. Um, we eventually get down to him actually finding someone, and it turns out that the person he found was Wendy. So Aww. now, so now on in the classroom, Stan and Mr. Garrison are still talking. Mr. Mackey's running down the hallway, like, "Yo, my man's done found somebody cheating." And he got them locked in the library. Got so now everybody got them locked in the library. So now my, this crazy dude with no shoes and, and no hair, team half bald guy, um, and his falcon, Shadow Bane, has Wendy cornered. Now, this is when Wendy start the Wendy we know and love from the series past shows up here because he's like, It's in your phone. We detected that you have been using Chat GPT. And Wendy's like, no, I haven't. And he said, admit it, you've been cheating with Chad GPT. Now, Wendy, again, smartest girl in the school is like, nah, bro, that ain't me. You got the wrong cat. I ain't got his cheat. <laughs> no. Now, if you was one of these other kids, if you was like, baby, it's on maybe, but you're talking to Wendy <laughs> Chesterberger, all right? What I got to cheat for? So, <laughs> at this point, Stan realizes he messed up. He messed up. And he got to save his girl, his boo thing. I think this is the most ironic part of the whole episode. Uh, can we say like the most meta, maybe? Definitely most meta. meta? Yes. yes. It's definitely meta. Yes. So right then, Stan makes a decision. What is he going to do? He runs out to school. He's like, I don't know what to do. And this is not Stan's role. Stan always has an answer. So at this point, Stan is like, I really don't have a way out of this. What should I do? Chat GPT. Write a story that takes place in South Park where a boy named Stan. And he wrote the whole, he literally wrote like from the beginning of the episode to to at the point where they are now. He did. Because that thing, once upon a time, a boy. With a boy named Stan who lived in South Park. Stan loved his girlfriend very much, which is which is debatable right now, sir. And maybe because yeah, he's so debatable. young, he's naive, but still. It's debatable. Uh, I don't even think he was with Wendy in the future, even on the future episodes. I got the little I got future special. I gotta go rewatch them. It's been a while. I got ooh, so God. <laughs> eventually here he types in, he types in, Stan types in the entire like you said, the entirety of the episode and 
then we start going into a bit of a story. He busts through the school. He's like, I got something to say. It was me that was cheating. And you should understand that it was me that was cheating. And I'm here to say, basically, I'm here to say Wendy. And then he goes on a spiel, right? What did he say in that spiel right before they, they free Wendy? About corporatism and all that? Yes. They were saying, and Stan went in on this part. He was saying how giant tech companies are using it, using ChatGPT and uh, programs like it to monetize, package, and push it out as fast as they could get to get ahead. Open AI is so powerful. It has to be something that everyone use, control, and contribute to. Or these giant corporations will use them for an unfair advantage. So Stan is like, everybody should use it because if everyone is using it, no one will have an unfair advantage. Facts. But no even if everybody, be, oh, go, I'm sorry, go ahead, continue. No one be left. No one will be left behind. <laughs> no one will be left behind. No one will be like on outside or be ahead of anybody when it comes to speaking with each other, making these job applications, writing scripts, whatever it is. And I'm here. I'm, I stand with Stan oh, <laughs> on that part. We, we, we stand. Yes, we stand. We stand. We stand. That should be like a whole thing on South Park. Y'all y'all hit us up so we can get some writer's credit for Nova came please, for that one. Please. Oh. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> stand with stand. Hashtag stand for Stan. Um. I feel like if South Park was like the at the beginning and Twitter was a thing, oh man, the way we would have been talking about this stuff, live tweeting it as it was going on, that definitely probably would have been a hashtag. That would have been it. That would been But it. also uh to piggyback up on what you said, we should but also wait. make sure that we use it responsibly as well. And that part of the episode was also made by Chat GPT. So when he typed in, when he typed it in, right? Mm -hmm. That was Chat GPT's response. That wasn't technically Stan's response. That was Chat GPT's response of how the tech, the big tech companies will use it for an unfair advantage. Which is crazy. And which is also why South Park is so matter that when they went in and we realized it was South Park, that his response was also matter. That's how powerful the show is right there. Mm. So let's talk about how this thing ended. So basically, Cal, I mean Cal, Stan wins. <laughs> Look at Cloud. And then Cloud walks up to him and says, How did you do this? Like, I don't understand how you kept your girl, told her you was lying to her this entire time with no issues. And then my boy Cal leaned over with the hand up again, was like, Chad GPT dude. Stan, not Cal. I said Kyle, didn't I? And then Stan lifted his hand up and said, Chat GPT, dude. And then. But wait, when he was talking to Wendy, he took on to talk about some dag or a thumbs up is better than a soulless response. <laughs> a human thumbs up is better than a soulless response. From Can we ponder on that? Is he right, though? Like, was he right? No, I feel like, I feel not. like if, if Stan. I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. If Stan had been and and Clyde, if they both had actually been reading the text 
and then just asking for a little help for a little bit to learn how to respond properly, then maybe it's fine. But they were just whatever that thing said, that was their response. And then they was living off of it, trying to reap the benefits of a soulless AI. And what one thing consumers and people everywhere hate is soulless AI getting benefits and people reaping the benefits from said soulless AI. Remember the art AI thing. People were mad for months yeah. because companies are using it now. Uh, so like uh, marketing? Marketing. Uh, WWE 2K just did it with um, one of their 40 years of WrestleMania posters. And you can see that Stone Cold is at the top, but he only has four fingers. Like nobody went back and fixed that. Like, you know, AI that's, can't that's the, do hands. That's the part that be tripping you out, the hands. Yeah, like you know, hey, I can't do hands. Why y'all didn't go back and fix that? Or when um Marvel did the um the Nick Fury show, Inhumans, or not Inhumans? Oh boy, that was a terrible show. I don't even know why that's on, on my brain. What was the invasion? Samuel invasion. In, that one. Um, they did the intro in AI as well, and that was an issue for everybody. Oh, that. That's interesting. I yeah, think it's so, an issue for everyone because they didn't hire a human to do it. Like the intro yeah. is in the bad intro. No. But it's I not. think it's because they didn't hire a human to do it. But yeah, we have become a society where I think a lot of people don't want to work too hard anymore. Like we want to enjoy this lifetime. They don't want to work 70 years straight and die, you know? Yeah. So, I'm I'm actually I'm here for AI in small doses. Like it's a slippery slope for me. Like simple things like helping with taxes. Yeah. What I might need to do to help with my credit score or how I should treat other people or things like that, maybe. But to fully take someone out of their position and put AI there instead, ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Also, um, I've seen in some religious sector, it's a cat on you uh, on Facebook I follow. He was using the I want to say the Instagram or the Snapchat AI bot, and he was asking about God and Jesus, and it was like, "What, what do you want to know about them for? They don't exist." Like I'm here. Like it was mad creepy, and. And that's the fear because people want to use these chatbots to help with mental issues and therapy and all that. And But they can't handle that type of thing yet. It can't because some of these chatbots were actually, I think, was telling people to take themselves out. Yes. You know? So it's like, yo, it's, it's a real danger. And I guess the question is, should we still be worried about chatbots? Absolutely, yes. we should. Yes, Absolutely. I'm not here for the chatbots. I'm not here no. for the chatbots at all. I'm, not I'm really not. I remember when Snapchat had introduced that uh that AI generated like uh what is it called assistant or whatever, mm -hmm. and it was telling people some wild things. I remember seeing it. It was just so wild, and I'm just like, bro, chill out. Like for real. But it, but it kind of makes sense though, right? Because humanity, when we first started, we weren't as intelligent as we are now, 
right? Right. So just like if, if this is AI, artificial intelligence, not I'm not saying, if this is artificial intelligence trying to basically replicate a human brain and everyone right now, everybody is just talking about how much pain and suffering they're in. What makes people think that the AI wouldn't start off in a pain and suffering phase? That's a great question because it is taken from the internet and the internet is totally known for all its substance and goodwill and great positive stories. Think about, okay, we only use everyday people like you and I, we only use like what, 5% of the internet for real? Yeah. AI is taken from the entire internet. Which also probably includes the dark web. It does include the dark web. It exactly that's exactly what it's doing. It includes the dark web. When predictive text first started, it was trash. Now it's starting to actually, you know, try to figure out exactly which sentences we're going with. Sometimes when you hit that middle button, those sentences actually make sense. Yeah, sometimes I remember it was a point. I remember a point in time we would do those middle button challenges or whatever. Everybody had some insane. Insane sentence that never made sense. You do it today, so much better. That's because we were training. We were training. We were training the program, just like AI. AI, when it came out, well, it's been out for a long time. But when they started playing around with it, it was trash. It's it's not it's not great right now. Give it no. another five to ten years. Do you know how much power it would take for? It takes a lot of power for the human brain to process the things it does. So the amount of power that it will probably need to actually clearly process what it's processing, we we're close. We're extremely dangerously close. But too close. I, I, I still think we need like another give it another, another thirty days at this point. You know, five to ten years, and it's going to be extremely um different. You seen? Oh no, technology been moving really quickly here lately. So less than five. It's twenty twenty four now. I'm gonna give it until twenty thirty. Yeah, twenty thirty. We all probably need to start praying, and we need to be praying now. And I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, we all, I'm just saying, like, we all need to start praying and stuff, and getting ourselves in shape and stuff. Because Terminator on the way, but I'm calling it twenty thirty. Robot apocalypse. Terminator on the way. Terminator on the I'm way. I'm calling it. I'm calling I think it. that's a good. I think that's a good place where we can end the episode, though. Go ahead. Closing thought. I, you know how these restaurants have these uh, robot waiters. Oh yeah. Have you been inside of a McDonald's or anything like that where you just? Yeah. It's gonna be a point in time where McDonald's is gonna just guess your order. Oh, because they're going to feel your phone when you walk in. It's already like that. Amazon already got that. Amazon Fresh got that. Amazon yep. Fresh got that. They could just skip. You don't even have to open your phone. It just scans it. And pays. It's so pays. weird. It's so weird. Whatever you it's put so in your cart, whatever you take out of it. What? That is I so feel wild. like my privacy is being invade it all of them little news y'all got on y'all phone delete it you might as well if you want to do all of that and you don't not getting paid for it 
delete it, get you one of them little digital cameras or one of them disposable kinds if you want to keep doing that lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you ain't posting on the internet, you might as well not have it in your phone. Might Absolutely as well not. not. All right, class. That's the end of our session for today. And don't forget to cite your sources. Do us a favor and make sure you like, share, and subscribe to this channel or wherever you're watching or listening to Society and Pop Culture 101. I am your instructor, BK Spades. And I'm your instructor, Nova King. Class is dismissed.